Support for the Couples Council comes from Mercier Wellness and Consulting. Their purpose is to equip you with the right skills for a happy and healthy relationship. Services available in office or virtual. Schedule your consultations now. For more information, visit mercierwellness.com. Mercier Wellness and Consulting. Small steps, big changes. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. Please consult a licensed professional for your mental health needs. Now, now on, on with, with the, the show. show. Hello and welcome to the Couples Council. I am Dr. Jameson Mercier, a.k.a. The Love Mender. And I'm Herdine Mercier, a.k.a. The Wife Mentor, creator of Wifidence. Today we're going to have a conversation or revisit a conversation that Herdine and I had recently. And it's about what can happen in a marriage that has lasted for a number of years. Yeah. In other words, a.k.a. You get bored. It is easy to fall into a routine. It is easy to take each other for granted. That is true. And assume that everyone will be there. Their partner understands. And work, kids, school. Walking the dog. All those things can easily take precedence over the marriage. Or at a minimum, they will interfere. What we're going to do is talk about the small things we all can do within a marriage to keep it from, I guess, getting boring or getting stale or leaving the other feeling like they're unappreciated. I think we all know that marriage takes hard work. Um, And if you've never heard that before, let me say it. Marriage takes hard work. You must work to make sure that your marriage become a fairy tale. So it's just not going to happen like that. You got to really work to actually see what you want to have in your relationship come to life. So today we're going to give you some tips on how you can do the work and making sure that you don't get bored in your marriage. Now, everyone has their own unique situation and things that work for us may not work for you but the point of today's show is that it's all trial and error and as long as you keep trying keep working at it you guys will ultimately be okay and for a long time in our relationship we've coined these conversations as love check-ins it could be love check-ins about the sex you're having it could be love check-in about your finances it could be love check-in about you dating What does it look like? It could be love check-in on how do I support you in this season? What can I do to support you as your wife or your husband? The whole point is check-in on your love. Mm -hmm. And when you mention uh, seasons, something else we want to remind you is that marriages, relationships, they do go through seasons. That is true. And so there may be a time when they're really isn't much time to do a whole lot of, say, checking in and doing the spontaneous things. Perhaps you have a sick baby or sick kid. Perhaps you yourself are sick. And so take this, as with all advice, with a grain of salt and apply it to your situation appropriately. Don't go talking about, you hear what they said, you ain't doing this, you ain't doing that. Mm -mm. Take an honest look at your situation. Look at your season that you're in. Right, and adjust it for yourself. Yes, because to be honest, keeping the romance alive in your marriage is a vital piece in staying in love. Mm -hmm. And so it's love is an action word. 
And I, and I teach all our clients that love is an action word. You can say you're going to do something, but if it doesn't manifest itself through the action of actually seeing it, so what you said was dead. And so that's why we do these love check-in to make sure your partner is being held accountable to what he said. And it's not a time to degrade your partner. It's not a time to say, just like what Dr. J said, you're not doing this, you're not doing this, nagging your partner. It's really a time to say, hey, let's just look at this. Um, Are we doing okay? Yeah. And what we need to do to fix it. Yeah. One of the points I'd like to make when we start talking about the small things is everyone's small thing is different. And it changes. Everyone's small thing is different. So recently when Herdine and I were doing this and we're talking, she mentioned some small things. And babe, remind me if I miss any of them. Right. Mm -hmm. So you were talking about text every now and then, notes maybe. Yes. Little things like going out for ice cream. Yeah, I was just basically saying, you know, do everything that you did to get me. Do everything that you did to make my last name change to Mrs. Mercier. Do everything that you did in your dating season. Don't forget that. Well, what is he? And so let me just interrupt because it is quite possible that I forgot some of those things. Okay, well, let me remind you. No, I don't mind being reminded. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I don't mind being reminded, Mm -hmm. but it's quite possible that people do forget. And that's how, that's why it's so important to have love check-ins. And so during our love check-in, I reminded you, write the letters that used to come through the mail, you know, Mm. take me out to dinner. We used to do picnics. You know, one of my favorite dates and Jay and I date a lot. Like we go out to eat, we take trips, like we really invest in our marriage and nothing has topped my favorite date with him, which was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'll never forget him putting it in the foil paper and literally us eating at the University of South Florida's campus as social work students, us just laughing, chatting it up dreaming big it was just such a magical moment it was that moment i knew i would marry you and so all all, all because of some pb and j yes but it wasn't just the pb and j Mm -hmm. it was the commitment to you showing up to our date on time it was the commitment of you respecting me it was the commitment of you taking time out of your busy schedule to make the peanut butter and jelly it was the commitment of saying you know what she matters to me And we're going to make time out during our busy schedule as college students to make sure that we communicate, to make sure that we in tune or are on the same page. That's what made it magical. Okay. So during this conversation, during the check-ins, it is very easy for somebody to get a little upset or feel, how would you say? You may um, feel hurt. Hurt or offended. Because you, I think the feeling of hurt comes about because you're like, damn it, you know, I, I really did drop the ball. You realize by your spouse bringing it up to you, man, I did drop the ball. I haven't brought roses like I typically do, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. You may get defensive, but it's really not a time for you to get defensive. It's really a time for you to receive what your spouse is saying because through that honest communication, they're really making it a lot easier for you to speak to their love language. Yeah. Now, And on the flip side, you may not say, oh, well, you know, maybe I dropped the ball, you know, 
you may say, well, actually, I've not dropped the ball and I've been doing X, Y, and Z. Now, that is equally bad because that is a defensive answer. And the last thing you want to do during this check-in is be defensive. Mm -hmm. So when Herdeen was mentioning this, I said, you know what? You're right. We've been busy lately. We've been doing a bunch of things running around. Not that it's an excuse, but I'll tell you what. I will take it to heart and do better or at least try to do better. It wasn't just you saying you would try to do better. I believe what I enjoyed about the conversation is that you did not allow your pride to keep you from receiving what I had to share. Yeah, no, no way. It's not about that. And I would like to remind couples, do not let your pride keep you from receiving what your spouse is sharing. Because at that time when I spoke to you, it was really like, hey... Yes, we're building this business. Yes, our practice is thriving. Yes, we're getting new clients. Yes, we two, we still hold two full-time jobs. Yes, we have the kids. Yes, we have another, another child that has a football schedule or a basketball schedule. But it's still, we haven't made time. Like, let's look at our calendar. Yes, we're spending time together, but it's business. It's the kids. It's nothing for our relationship. Yeah, and so... If you don't pay attention, it can easily become one of those things that just falls by the wayside. Now, what I would also like to add, it should not be the responsibility of one partner to try and maintain the, the, the marriage, the date nights, the... Well, what would you say? The dating. The dating. Just you know? being together. It should not be one person. And and I want you to know where you sabotage your marriage is if you keep it to yourself and not share it with your spouse. Jay was so in a tunnel with everything else that was going on. I literally had to stop. And there's some times where in the past he had to stop and said, baby, you're really in the tunnel. Come out, you know. When's the last time we had sex? When's the last time we spoke? When's the last time we did things for us in this process? Mm -hmm. So, and, and the key thing to remember is we need to go back and remember dating season. You don't want to take your spouse for granted. The moment they start feeling like that, it's really not a wonderful feeling. No, it's not. And male or female, husband or wife, you really shouldn't feel like you can't speak up. I know no. people don't want to be the one to complain and like Herdeen said a moment ago, be the nag, but really don't hold on to it longer for more than the moment because as soon as you do, you begin to build resentment. Yes. You begin to get angry. And a lot of times, you know, we ask people or we ask each other, why did you hold on to it? And we get the famous or infamous you should know. Yes. Well, hell, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as you should know. And you know what? I am guilty for telling Dr. J. Well, Dr. J, you the love mender. You sure as hell should know. Who yeah. else is going to know? You, te you teach this. I tell you one thing. If I've heard that <laughs> once, I've heard it a million times. And it isn't that people don't know. They mm -hmm. just may not be aware 
Yes. Okay. And yes, even the doctor himself sometimes needs to be reminded. And if I need to be reminded, I'm pretty sure there's one or two other people who need to be reminded. So do it graciously. Right. That's why we don't want to let things build up and let things get and grow and let things grow into a much larger situation than they have to. Now, the other thing with the small things is you can say, well, I feel like I am doing the small things. But the other concern could be we're not doing enough small things or the small things that we're doing are not hitting the mark. And I think that came up in our last check in. Yeah. Our last check in, it was, it was, it was, wasn't so pleasant. But that's okay. Yeah. It wasn't so pleasant. That's because okay. I was really in that headspace of you should have known. Yeah. You, you should were. have known. And I, and I kept it to myself and I realized what all the things that we were doing and revamping the business and taking on more clients. Like I saw it all, but then I was like, all right, he's going to do something tomorrow. And then tomorrow came and nothing happened. And so I let that fester up for several weeks until I was like, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Now this is after mood done change. Yes. This is after side eyes and slick comments. I wasn't the friendly wife mentor, we should say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so the thing about it is, if you came up to me and you were like, yo, Jay, what are you doing for your wife? I'm like, yo, man, I'm doing like, <laughs> I'm doing the thing. Because I hear my wife talk about things that she wants and things that she needs. And guess what? I went and did them. I mean, simple, stupid example. Uh, organizing the closet. Yes, you're great at that. No, yes, thank you. But but that doesn't speak to my love language. But hear me out. Hear me out. But did you hear me? I, I heard you. Okay. I heard you interrupt me. <laughs> In my mind, I heard my wife share a desire to organize her closet. So what I did while I was out buying groceries, I said, you know what? Here are some brand new hangers. She will appreciate this. Not something I do all the time, but I'll buy these. I bought a pack for me and we'll do this together. So I come home thinking I'm going to be received like a king. <laughs> yeah, you laughing. And I think the hangers are still packed up. And so when we say to someone they're not doing anything or they're not considering you are considering me we really have to zoom out because what it really is you're not considering me in the way that i would like to be considered and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be considered in a specific way it's just we also have to acknowledge what your wife or your husband is doing in the way that they are doing it i would say you hit it on the nail. But it's crucial to really listen to what your spouse is telling you. Like for me, I always tell you, it's the small things. It's the text, um, writing notes, um, seeing me. When I get dressed, I get dressed for your eyes, really. Um, it's you saying, hey, babe, you look nice tonight. Like for me, there's nothing that irks me more than another man telling me I look great and my husband not had to tell me for the day. Mm -hmm. Yep, I heard that too. And so 
It's having those honest conversations with your spouse and to say, hey, um, right now in this department, you got to you you got to really check in and evaluate what you're doing because it's going south and it's going south real fast. And you try and you do better now in trying. Go ahead. I will say this. um, You always say this. um, Once, you know, like you can't pretend like your spouse didn't tell you. Right. So try to activate and do what your spouse says, at least some sign of it as soon as possible. So that's a tip to me or the listeners? Everybody, baby. Okay. Just check in. (laughs) Just check in. So and that's actually kind of where I was going, because after we had this check in, what that did was it kind of set an expectation that something was going to happen immediately. I didn't get the memo. I had the conversation. We had a great conversation. Actually, I think our our conversation spanned over two days. Here and there, not 48 hours completely, but we stretched it over two or three days. And it dawned on me later that there was an expectation that immediately something was supposed to happen. And we have to be careful with this. Um, Herdina and I were able to talk about these things and we're able to, um, we've been together long enough and, and we have these conversations regularly, but there are people who need time to figure out what they're going to do, to figure out what makes sense for them. And yeah, I know you might say, well, listen, just pay me this compliment more or send me a note more. Believe it or not, there are people who are just not that good at being expressive or the compliments or just noticing things. I know. And that is, that is true because I come from a family where we affirmed, like it's the most easiest thing for me to do for it to just roll out my tongue and say, man, you look great today, female or male. It didn't, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Child, baby, elderly, anyone, because I know what affirming does. And so others, it may be hard for you to tell your spouse they look great, or it may be hard to tell your kids that they're doing an amazing job. But there's such a power that happens. There's such a bond that happens with you and your spouse just by the 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 act of you seeing them. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, I will be the first to admit it that I'm not against giving compliments, but for me, it's not the first thing that comes to my mind. That is actually something that I have to work at, not because I don't think people look good or smell good. I am often 20 steps ahead. In the morning, I'm trying to get out the door. Um, I'm trying to get to the office. I'm trying to make sure the kids aren't late to school. And so I, I accept that I'm guilty of that, but it's something that I'm working on. Also, babe, when you mentioned the... Uh, Growing up in a family where the affirmations were flowing like water, Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up in a family like that. Compliments, not that we didn't get compliments, but it was nothing like in my family as it was in Herdeen's family. Like affirmations were so big in my family. You washed the dishes and my mom and my dad was like celebrating. If my mom and the affirmations worked so well that if we were home for the summer and my parents went to work, when they came back, the house was spotless. 
because we knew their reactions when they came home and they would get on the phone and they would brag to their friends. Oh my God, we came home and Didin and Ellie, they cleaned the house. The house is spotless. Like we were like, damn, we must be some superstar kids. Yeah. And so I came from that and I think it's it was hard. There was an adjustment period because I wasn't getting it from my husband. Not to say he's a bad guy, he isn't, because I would not be married to him if he was. But I just know that there's this growing season that needs to happen with him. He's It's gotten better. Mm-hmm. And so you need to be patient with your spouse and take those little small steps that he's trying to do to help make the marriage work in that sense, in that arena. So, like we said at the onset, Take your whole situation into account, not just what just happened now or what didn't happen or what hasn't happened. Sometimes there are reasons. I agree, honey. There are many reasons. So now what we're going to do is go into some tips on how you can have a healthy love check-in chat with your husband or your wife. One of the things that I want to look at is very first thing is scheduling your date night. But it's not just scheduling your date night. It's looking at that date night. And when you arrive to that date night, there are some rules that needs to happen. There's no talking about the kids. There's no talking about business. Mm. There's no talking about your finances. There's no talking about your job. There is no talking about the in-laws. Yeah, nothing that's not relevant to you, your relationship. That date night, it's really all about you and your spouse. Yeah, and, you know, it can be challenging. For example, you know, Herdine and I, uh, we work together. We work for the district, and then we also are in business together. So our lives are very much intertwined. Yes. And if we're not just talking about work, we could be talking about, you know, the next episode or consulting about some clients or some emails we got. We really have to work at not making our whole lives about work. And so that's what we do. We work hard at it. We try to keep the focus on us. Mm-hmm. And this love check-in is not a time where, I I will say it again, it's not a time for you to tear down your spouse. It may be a time that you celebrate your spouse. Like, hey, honey, you know what? When you wrote out that letter or you wrote um, or you brought flowers, this is the way it made me feel. I felt a bubbly side. Honey bun, you know you still give me butterflies when you walk into a room. I appreciate you. It may be a conversation where you encourage your spouse um, and you tell them, you know what? Great job. I'm loving what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Uh, on, the, on the same tip with scheduling it, look at your calendar. We're busy people. Not to use it as an excuse, but people get busy. Look at your calendar and see what is feasible for you. Some might say, well, why we got to schedule it? Why it can't be spontaneous? You know, spontaneous can be synonymous for it ain't going to happen. If you're not careful. You better tell it. Get what you can and figure out how to be spontaneous later. What Herdine and I have been doing, we've been looking at our calendar. And believe it or not, this is as crazy as it sounds. These last few weeks have just been insanely busy. I will agree. But that's not an excuse. 
It's so, not. So we're looking at it and we're figuring out between these days, these times, what works best. And these days might work for this month and next month they totally change. We may have a regular, what, Monday? Mm-hmm. And then we got to be out of town. So we adjust. You have to be willing to adjust. Be now, flexible. But I will say this. If you schedule it, both spouse need to commit to the time. Right. Like, don't be trying to back out. We need to remember that both spouse, when you have the schedule of your date night, both spouse need to commit to the time. Because that's why you put it on the schedule. It's not going to work if you come and you tell your spouse, you know, my bad, honey. I forgot that I had a pedicure date with my friends. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with them. And then it leaves your spouse feeling like, hold up. We've been talking about this. We've been planning it. We want to work on our marriage yeah, and our been date looking, night. Been looking forward looking to it. Looking forward to it. And you're backing out because you did not plan. You want to make sure when your wife or your husband, you have agreed to a scheduled time for date night. That is non-negotiable non-negotiable time that is for you and him to enjoy time together as one agreed now things again things do come up and the way to avoid any issues with that is to communicate barring any surprise parties for your friends or last minute sales at macy's that you just can't live without let them know say hey babe you know what we got a deadline and i'm gonna work late tonight i will make it up to you and most reasonable people will say, you know what? I understand. But be careful now, that doesn't become a pattern. Well, that's what I was going to like say. Like every date night that you schedule, it, now you're saying, hey, honey, I got a late night. Yeah. Um, now that ain't going to work in the yeah, Mercier household. Yeah. Now we got another problem. Yes. Okay. You're not serious. Mm -hmm. And we don't want that. The other thing you can do is alternate who's responsible for the date night. I love it. It can easily feel like you are the only one responsible for date nights. There have been times when I felt like that. When? Yesterday. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. What you don't want is for your partner to feel like you're always waiting for them to plan something. You're complaining, but they have to do the planning. Like they're always working to please you. OK, so if this if you decide on weekly date nights, alternate the weeks this week, you decide we're going to go dancing next week. He decides you're going to go bowling, then maybe go fishing, then maybe go antiquing. It doesn't matter. Just spend some time together. It well, can be a simple walk to the park, sitting at a bench, literally with peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. People watching. It doesn't matter. And that just keeps one person from having to shoulder all of the responsibility. And it does keep the romance to know that your spouse thought of you. Like, I'm big on that. I'm really not big on the husband having to do all the work. And, and what I'd like to teach my clients, the wives that I see is, you put in some of the legwork too. You know, you want to be loved. He wants to be loved too. You know, bring him flowers, open the door. He's human just like you. And somewhere we've gotten these mixed messages that the husband is supposed to do all the work. 
I beg to differ. Yeah. And I'll speak up for men. I think we've said this in previous episodes that men have feelings too. And men don't just want to have sex. They do want to know that you're putting some effort into keeping the romance alive. When your husband is hearing all the time, you're not doing this, you need to do this, he begins to wonder, what are you doing? Mm. He begins to ask, well, why is it just me? And it's deflating. Oh, totally. Yeah. And you don't want to get into that match comparing and telling who did this last week and who did that. That's not the goal here. Schedule it. Alternate date nights. Don't compare. Let me tell y'all something. The grass is not always greener on the other side. And and if it is, it's because they ain't paying attention to your yard that they are able to maintain their yard. Come on now. Don't compare. Your marriage, your date night, your time together is your time. Just because your spouse does not have the financial means to take you out on a helicopter ride for date night, don't diminish his efforts of y'all going on a bike ride. Mm-hmm. Because it's not about the activity, it's about the time spent together. Yeah, don't, don't, don't show your phone pictures of your homegirl, your homeboy on Instagram. Half that mess is foolishness anyways. It's true. The grass might look greener on the other side, but it could be fake grass. Mm. Like you don't know what's happening over there. And quite frankly, it really does not matter because you don't live over there. You don't sleep over there. Don't do that to your relationship. Don't do that to your husband. Don't do it to your wife. Now, granted, you can get inspiration from looking at other couples but don't let that inspiration become resentment towards your spouse inspiration you know stay in your lane with that inspiration just don't be inspired to take a helicopter ride when you can't put no gas in your car you know what i'm saying just like again take it with a grain of salt and apply it to your situation that's great that was great baby so then the question is what now We've been talking about this now and telling you what we're going through, how we try and figure it out. And you're wondering, so what? Now what? Now is the time we provide you with some tools. The plan is that you not only implement these check-ins, but you do these things that will enhance your marriage, enhance your relationship. That provides a positive benefit. Yes, yes. There are many benefits to doing it this way. So here are some steps that we want to provide you in having a successful, positive love check-in. One of the things you want to do is make sure you ask, honey, is this a good time for us to talk? Or could we schedule a good time for us to talk? There's some things that I want to discuss with you about our marriage. Yeah, don't just assume you're going to get them or you're going to get her as soon as she comes home from work. Because you don't know what kind of day, you don't know what the commute's been like, you don't know what kind of pressures, you don't know what plans they have for when they get home that day. Yeah, so you may have to schedule this talk. Always you want to go into having a talk like this because it may be a little touchy. Um, Honey, you know, we have some things that we need to talk about. Is this a good time? If not, when in the next 48 hours can we have this discussion? 
Yeah, like how you say, we have some things that we need to talk about. Yes. That that's actually passive, aggressive. Make it clear that I have some concerns. Great tip. Make it clear that I've been wondering, I've been thinking. People will pick up on that. That's true. Own it. Let it be yours and not try to pawn it off as we. Okay. All right. So after you've scheduled this, be open to listening. Actively listening. The phone is put away. Um, you're not tending to the kids. It's just a, it's just a time for you and your spouse. You don't want to have any interruptions. You don't want to have to split your time between what you're doing here and what may be happening on TV or with the kids. And this is why you schedule it at a time that's convenient for everybody. If the game's going to be on, don't schedule it during the game. Yeah, don't do it at a time where you know he's unable to press rewind or she's unable to press rewind. Like, literally schedule it out. After you've scheduled it and now you're talking and you're listening, do not... I repeat, do not be defensive. Yeah. At this time when you're having this conversation, don't make excuses. Work towards finding a solution. Yeah. Because they're out there. And so last thing we'd like to offer you is ask yourself, what are your small things? What are the things that perhaps you want or maybe you would like to have? That you wish he was doing, but you're that you're not not. getting. Yeah, that you're not getting. And if you don't know, maybe you want to sit and think about it. Maybe you want to take some time out and see, you know, what are the things that would be nice if he did this? Would be nice if she did that. Because that's where some of the issues lie. And what I can tell you is the answer to that question usually lies within your love language. And if you don't know what love languages are, make sure you do subscribe because we'll get into that in later episodes. I know, for example, for me, it usually lies within quality time. That's true. Because that's some that's my love language. And I get jealous for time. Yes, you do. So find out for yourself what 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 works for you, what makes you feel good, what makes you happy. Because if you don't know, I guarantee you, your partner damn sure ain't got no idea. Babe? Um, Yes, I would say um, in everything that we talked about today, remember it's the small things that keeps the love flames burning in your marriage. It's the day in and the day out working towards making sure that your spouse is happy. And so having this love check in is crucial to keeping the love and the romance alive and it's possible we've given you some tips we would mm-hmm. love to hear from you how is it working in your marriage yeah um please subscribe rate this show let us know how your love checks went are going how you plan to do it maybe you tried and it didn't quite go like you planned maybe you couldn't find a sitter for the kids Maybe you picked a day and you didn't realize there was a lot happening. Let us know. And maybe we can revisit this. We want to hear from you. 
because we really want you to be successful in your love check-ins because they are crucial. Love check-ins provide a space where your spouse is seen, heard, and felt loved. Amen to that. Well, folks, that's our show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. As always, we hope that this has been valuable to you. Let us know in the comment section. Let us know when you leave a review. And as always, we ask that you subscribe and share. Follow us on social media, The Wife Mentor. You can also find Dr. J at Dr. James Simmer Sear at all. Um, all social media outlets. Yes. And The Wife Mentor is right there as well. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or just go to the website, mercyofwellness.com. And remember, we want to hear from you. So let us know how your love check-in went. Bye for now. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our mom and dad. If you like them as much as we do, then click subscribe and leave a comment. But now they have to go because it's family time. So go practice what you heard, and we'll catch you on the next episode.